in complete honesty, I remember the moment exactly because I was looking out the window on the plane and I just thought to myself, why would anybody want to live here? Well, hi, and welcome to the Hobbs Happenings Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Hobbs. Thanks so much for joining us today. Today on the podcast, I have two very special guests all the way from Kentucky. My wonderful sister, Anna. Anna, how are you doing? Good. And my fantabulous brother-in-law, Kevin. Kevin, how are you? All right. Wonderful. It's been a long time since I've done one of these, and a long time since I've done it with you guys, so I'm glad that you could join us. Um Eddie, how, how's, how's life going for y'all in 2021? Has it been better than 2020 so far or just kind of the same? It's been better for me. Yeah. In what ways? Um, there's more stuff to do. I've gotten back into my jazzercising. Jazzercise. <laughs> what exactly is jazzercising? Well, Andrew, I am so glad you asked. It is a, it's, just cardio but it's to music and they have different versions you can do and there's no old people in my class so that's the difference between that and zumba because i was about to ask there's no from what i remember of zumba they used to have a lady that would tie on this wraparound thing and it would have like jingles on it and they look like belly dancers so that wasn't that's all your I speed remember. Huh? That wasn't more your speed? No. Oh. No. Kevin, are you belly dancing Zumba or uh, jazzercise or none of the above? No, none of the above. Lame. Very lame. Has 2021 been better for you, Kevin, than 2020 so far or just kind of the same? Yeah, so far. Wonderful. It's we'll only see. been a, what, a month. Um got a promotion at work that's been exciting awesome what's the the is it a different thing that you're doing for work now or is it just like higher paying and more responsibility yeah higher paying more responsibility but the same basic thing yeah well cool that's awesome it's very exciting see 2021 is a great year already it's the first promotion i ever got andrew that's awesome kevin congrats that's really cool I don't think I've ever gotten a promotion. So someday that'd be great. Um, so let's go ahead then and start with our wonderful conversation. We have many things we could talk about. Uh, but right now, what this episode is about is your guys' trip out west that you took a while ago. When when would you actually come out west and visit me and then David? It was, was like I the last week of July, I think. Is that right? Yeah, July into August. Okay, yeah. so it's been a minute. <laughs> Hopefully we're able to remember some of the stories. Um, but I had no idea that you guys were coming. You came and visited me first, uh, and then on to Day Day afterwards. What made you want to do the trip? Uh, and how did you pull off a surprise? I guess me, surprising me was easy. But how did you pull off a surprise for your kiddos? So I'll speak to that a bit. I don't know when I, well, I know when I got the idea, I was sitting in the Whole Foods parking lot waiting to deliver for them at like six o'clock on a Sunday. And I thought to myself, I wonder how much tickets are to Salt Lake City. 
And so I looked them up and I saw how cheap they were. And I called or texted Steven and I said, we should go. And then he works a lot faster than I do. And so he had already had it planned out, but we figured out that he had to go at a different time than we could go. So he did his trip out West because I suggested it. And then, um, so originally the plan was to just go to Salt Lake city and mom kind of gave us grief about it and was like, you need to go visit your brother, your other brother. When are you able, ever able going to see him again? Blah, blah, blah. So whatever. So we, um, rented a Jeep and we were going to drive over to see David, but how we pulled it off with the kids is they were, when was this? This was July. Where were they? They went to like a day camp or something. The older ones did. And so I packed all their bags. I hid them in the closet and then we woke them up. We told them we were going somewhere exciting the next day. We woke them up. I think it was like three o'clock in the morning, told them to get ready, told them they were going to Malibu Jack's. And then which is what everyone likes to do at 3 yes. a.m. Yes. And Gavin was very confused why the clock was wrong. <laughs> so we got there and we parked at a hotel and they shuttled us over to the airport. And when we got there, they opened up these travel journals that we got and it said that we were going to uh, Salt Lake City and then to, to California. But it was the first time they'd ever been on a plane. And so they thought that was really exciting. And then Sarah knew that we were coming and um she was texting us along the way and then we got there and my plan was to call you and for you to answer the phone and for me to appear at your door while I was talking to you but you didn't answer the phone very sorry and so um I went up and I banged on the door and you looked very shocked when you opened the door I was very confused (laughs) I think you came out without shoes on and about burnt the skin off your your feet yeah and I said, well, come here. I've got a, more of a surprise for you. And everybody else was in the car. Yeah, it was a double surprise. I thought yeah. it was just you at first. And honestly, Kevin, I was a little yeah. disappointed when I thought it was just Anna. But then I saw you and the kids and I was like, you know what? This is great. Yeah, okay. It's true. I didn't like seeing you guys. She made us sit in the car. How I rude. did. She, she wanted uh, the moment for herself. That's what it I was. I did. I planned that moment, dang it. <laughs> and I had kept it a secret for so long <laughs> that I wanted to revel in it. And and really, it just shows that I'm not a very perceptive person because earlier in that week, we had gone to the grocery and Sarah was buying a bunch of weird stuff like that we normally don't get, including we had stopped buying a bunch of milk because we stopped drinking so much. And she got this thing um, uh, of milk. And I was like, what is that for? Like, we don't like we're not really drinking milk she's like oh it's it's for a recipe but it was a whole gallon and i was like that doesn't really make sense but apparently you know i trust my wife too much that's of, of all the faults you know that's the one i just i trust sarah too much oh andrew what's that that's our job though we just take what our wives say at face and go along with it that's true so my question for you kevin is how uh involved were you uh in in the secret planning of all of this for for your kiddos uh is anna she seems i mean i love anna but she seems like maybe a little bit of you know a control freak whenever it comes to things so did you have any part in in this planning here 
with saying we were going to Malibu Jacks, and I came up with saying yes, I'll go, and that's about it. Nice. I like those things. Now, Anna, I, you've been out west before. Had you been to Utah specifically? The only time I had been to Utah was when I got stuck in the Salt Lake City airport for almost 48 hours. So I did not have fond memories, but I hadn't gone out and like actually seen all of Utah. Gotcha. And now we've got a new airport. Did you guys fly into the new portion of it or was it not ready yet? I don't think it was ready. Okay. When we got there. Gotcha. We went the other day to drop off a friend. So I guess it would have been more recently. I don't remember. But it's first time we had been in a while and we got there and we're like, yeah, or he was dropping us off. I think we said, yeah, you'll go over this way. And then we got there and it was the exact opposite way that he had to drive to try to drop us off because they had a new portion there. Um, but uh, Kevin, ha- had you ever been out west before or to Utah specifically? No, no, not at all. What What's the farthest west you had been before this trip? Um, probably Pensacola. Well, there you go. You went to Arizona that one time. Oh yeah, that was for work though. I didn't really enjoy sightseeing then. That makes sense. It's always Daddy would always tell us when we remind him of the fun trips we took to wherever he was working. He'd always be like, "You guys mentioned all these things. I didn't see any of that. I was just I was just working the whole time and saw a hotel room." I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess that's true." Those things from my memory. Yeah. Well, Kevin, what was your first reactions then to? to Salt Lake City. Whenever you're flying in, I don't know if, what time of day you guys flew in, but I guess seeing the mountains and stuff. What was your first kind of perception of Utah in general and Salt Lake in particular? In complete honesty, I remember the moment exactly because I was looking out the window on the plane and I just thought to myself, why would anybody want to live here? <laughs> what about it? Was <laughs> Why would anybody want to live here? It was just nothing but empty red sand and i'm like you see a couple little housing developments and i'm like there's nowhere to go but beautiful mountains right well i mean i didn't see those from the plane oh, okay okay well that makes from sense the, again. i was like this looks miserable and then we got <laughs> off the plane and anna showed me you know where she hung out when she stayed for 48 hours and then I stepped outside and I was like, why would anybody want to live in this heat? Well, come in the winter, it won't be the heat. No, that's not what we're feeling right now. I would take some heat currently, but it's not here. Well, speaking of this, go ahead. I just remember the uh, the first time I saw the mountains, though. That was really pretty. Yeah, when Becca came out to visit, I guess last, no, two, not this past May, but the one before, when, whenever it was. That's every time we got in the car that she would all, she would just continuously say, I mean, look at the mountains. I was like, yeah, I was like, but they're, they're so cool. Um, I was going to say, speaking of, of being uncomfortable uh, with the heat or or whatever else, or not knowing why someone would want to live there. uh, Anna, why don't you tell our listening audience about our wonderful hike up Ensign Peak? You know, it was funny because the moment you said miserable, I thought, well, that's synonymous with that (laughs) That little okay. hike, that, that nature walk that we went it on. It was not a little hike. Yeah. It was not. Now, I will say it might not have been as miserable if we weren't lugging up a three-year-old who whines over everything and two other children. The, at the top of it was very pretty. It was gorgeous. 
but the way up there was not. And I did not, I don't know why they don't have like a chair lift to get you up there. You know? <laughs> I mean, I, I thought it was funny that on these notes that Anna sent me, Kevin, uh, it says Ensign Peak dash death. Um, I, I believe that's for the same thing there. Is that what you thought of our wonderful hike up Ensign Peak, Kevin? Was that it was just death? Um, no. I, I definitely not used to climbing up, you know, what would that be? Over 90 degrees, just about. But other than, like she said, Riley, I think the kids handled it pretty well. Yeah, they were troopers. And, and it was hot, but other than the heat, that was really fun, I think. It was pretty warm. It was pretty warm. Wednesday Peak, uh, for those that don't know, is just a, a nice hike that apparently is too much to bring uh, visitors on because the ones I've brought on it, they just think it's terrible. So I don't know. The first day of anybody's trip, it's like, here, let me ruin your calves and everything else by climbing up this mountain and then you're done for the rest of the week. Yeah, I guess so. I was really like, okay, this is miserable. So either the rest of this week is either going to go downhill real quick or it can only get better from here. See, really for you, Kevin, the whole thing was just, it just got better the whole time because you started with wondering why anybody would live there. And then we had a death march up in Sign Peak. And then no matter what we did the rest of the time, it was going to seem awesome. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you do get to see a pretty cool view of the city and you're behind the Capitol and everything there at Ensign Peak. Um, I think we did go and walk around the Capitol a little bit. I don't think we were able to go inside um, at all, but I just, I love the Capitol up there. I think it's so pretty. And especially whenever you drive up state street and you have the trees on either side, I don't know if I took you guys up that way or not. And then all of a sudden the Capitol is just right there. I just think it's one of the most, I don't know, pretty places that I've seen. But of course, Anna, you're not as interested in the Capitol as you were in a certain cookie place. Known as Crumble. Let me tell you, that place, that was like, that's heaven. And they're putting one in in Louisville. And every time we go to Middletown, I drive by to see if there's like a sign that says when it's going to be opening. It just says coming soon. And I just, when I saw that it was there, I whipped that car around. I said, kids, hold on. We zoomed over there and it said coming soon. And I thought, oh, glorious day. Now, what do you what do you think because the two main cookie places that people get stuff from did you try ruby snap as well yeah. yeah which which did you prefer because i'm of the opinion that they're both fine but like i like crumble cookie better they're gigantic cookies and it's yeah. just fantastic but sarah tells me that i'm just stupid and that like the crumble ones are too buttery i concur with your wife <sighs> she's wrong Andrew, we're right. The crumble is done. <laughs> I really wish I would have had a giant cup of milk because that would have just, oh, that would have just hit the spot. The Ruby's ones are good. They're just. They were better. Hmm. Let's take a vote. All in favor of the uh, the crumble cookie, say aye. 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 And all opposed? Well, where's your wife at? Well, she's a... not a part of this right now. She's at Bible study, so she doesn't get to vote. Uh -huh. <laughs> <So> <laughs> So, you know, motion carried. Crumble is officially better. <laughs> Moving on. So, <laughs> um, Kevin, we also got to go. You guys took the kids to the aquarium and let me tag along. I haven't been to tons of aquariums. I've been to the one in Newport, which is supposed to be super nice. Um, so I don't really know what to compare the one in Salt Lake to. But I thought it was 
pretty fun. And I've been a couple of times. Kevin, did you enjoy the uh, expedition to the aquarium? I did very much so. I think it was a bit of a damper with the whole, you know, having some of that stuff closed off. But mm -hmm. it was it was definitely fun. And being that, you know, I haven't been to an aquarium other than Newport Aquarium since I was a child. It was nice getting a different uh, walk. Yeah. I liked going back and seeing what is now my new favorite creature that I can never remember its name, but it's something like the zebra shrimp, something or other, but it's the one where it punches so fast that it boils the water. Oh yeah. That's my favorite. I think it's great. I liked seeing Gavin's spirit animal at an aquarium. That was pretty interesting. What's his spirit animal? The sloth. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gavin, your parents love you. They just think you're <laughs> slow. That's all. You'll grow out of it. It's okay. I did think it's funny. When we went to the aquarium, I bought, I, I think it was that time, I bought Sarah a, um, a stuffed animal otter. Mm -hmm. And since we brought it back home, Chip, our cat, attacks it anytime that he sees it. Like, we'll come home and he'll just have it under him. And I don't know if he thinks it's a giant mouse or what, but apparently house cats and otters must, must be natural enemies. Uh, and, and every time he sees the thing, he's going after it. I think I read an article about that once. Well, you know what? The more you know. That's what I said. <laughs> um, so you guys also got to do a couple of other co cool things. Uh, maybe just mention anything that uh, you remembered about them. But went out to Park City, took Guardsman's Pass, um, went to the Jordanelle Reservoir that was there. We had a picnic and threw the football around for a little bit. Um, what were your impressions of walking around Park City and going to the Jordanelle Reservoir over there? I'll go first. Um, I, well, leading up to Park City, when we took Guardsman's Pass, we got to take off the top of the Jeep. And um, I thought that was gorgeous. You know, driving up through there, it was nerve wracking. But we also stopped at, is it Silver Lake? Oh, yeah, yeah. Silver Lake, and that was beautiful. And really then... Um, we hold on. Oh, I'll get it. Go ahead. Okay. We um we anyways that that I thought was beautiful and stopping there was beautiful. Um and then Park City, it was very different. And I remember seeing the Banksy um artwork there. I'm trying to think what else. Jordan, now I don't think we did much. We just, I saw the origami kayak that somebody had. Oh, yeah. That was very interesting. Yeah, it was. Sarah and um, I need to get one of those. You did. Well, now you have a house, so you can have a normal kayak. I guess that's true. Yeah. Moving up in the world. Yeah. So, but it was very pretty. It was, it was a, a different kind of pretty, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, before you guys left, I guess on the way out is whenever you hit the Bonneville Salt Flats and the Great Salt Lake and everything yeah. else. So may, walk me through what was your trip from Salt Lake City to California like? Because I have not yet made that drive. I went and visited David whenever Stephen came out and we, uh, you know, we visited over there, um, but we flew out there. So what was that mm -hmm. drive like? What was it like stopping at the, the Salt Flats and, and the Great Salt Lake? So I made the mistake of only putting one of us on the rental agreement. And so I drove the entire way. 
Um, was a mistake. That was a very big mistake. So we stopped at the Bonneville Flats first, and that was really cool, especially because we still had that Jeep to drive on it and um, stuff. Took some pictures there, and then we went to the Great Salt Lake. Before you get now, to Salt Lake, how how fast did you guys go when you drove on it? Not very. Not very. Not Fifty. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. very fast. Sarah let me get to sixty whenever we drove yeah. on it, but no higher than that. And then it was about to rain, so we went back. But I think that place is cool. Sarah could tell you a lot more about it, but apparently a bunch of movies have been filmed out there. Like that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. where Jack Sparrow's like dead or whatever and all yeah. the crabs come up. Like that that was out there. So it's a very unique place. Like I don't oh, for sure. I don't know. It's almost like you're on the moon or something. It's just mm-hmm. flat for forever and it's a whole bunch of salt, just like it sounds like. Well, then we decided to detour to, I guess not detour, it was on the way, but to the Great Salt Lake. And we we stopped, we parked, and we start walking down to the lake. And the kids were, I think they were in front of me. And there's just a moment where everyone's walking together. And then all of a sudden, everyone stops, turns around, starts screaming and running back. <laughs> no scenes. Yeah, that was miserable. And this was all just because she wanted to get a picture by the water. Now, in our defense, as you know, trying to help you with what to see, I think that Sarah had mentioned calling and asking them how bad the no seeums were. Oh, I did call. And they said they were bad. Yeah, but I still wanted what to see the Great Salt Lake. <laughs> Did you get the picture? Did you touch the lake? No. Everyone, I touched it. See, I Everybody think there's I think there's something about that. Stephen made so much fun of me whenever we were in California and we were out there and I was like, I, w- I just want to touch the ocean. Like it's the Pacific Ocean. I've been to Hawaii, but like I haven't been to the California coast. I just want to touch it. He's like, it's just water. So it doesn't matter. Like you got to you got to go and be there, experience it, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I guess the best time to visit the Great Salt Lake is like when it's cold outside. Because did you guys, what, did it smell bad when you were there? Yes. Yeah, to me, it's, it's, I love my city. It's great. But the Great Salt Lake stinks, like literally. And the no whenever they're out, they're awful. Like Sarah and I went on a hike there a few months ago now, I guess. And first of all, we had to avoid two different bison while we were on the, the path and walk way far around. Uh, and then when we got back, like I had so many bug bites all over me. It was worse. Like whenever we went to Florida growing up and visit grandma and papa, we I'd spend like the first 30 minutes on the trip back counting all of the mosquito bites that I had. And mm-hmm. I think that there were more bites from the noceums whenever I left the Great Salt Lake. So I believe it. They attacked us. I don't understand. Did you guys, I don't know if you saw, but there's there's camping there. And I'm just wondering when is the optimal time? And it's usually full. Like, when's the optimal time that people are camping there? Because in the summer, it stinks and you have the noceums, and it gets pretty cold up next to the lake whenever it's winter time. Spring, maybe? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I guess I don't know enough about it. Sarah would probably have the answer, but I have no answers there. So, Kevin, Anna was explaining to us that she made a very big mistake by having her as the only driver on the rental agreement. Um, as the beneficiary of that mistake, how did you feel about the trip out to uh, California? I had a lot less say on stops. Oh. That's for sure. Well, where the heck were we going to stop? <laughs> no, I mean, like, 
It's a barren wasteland through Nevada. Some of the detours were uh, I didn't have a choice in, you know what I mean? Well, as long as you guys didn't almost run out of gas, like Sarah and I did going through Wyoming one time, because that is a terrible feeling, knowing that you're low on gas and there's like nothing around and hasn't been for an hour and a half, and just hoping and praying that there's something there. Uh, so was the, the drive pretty uneventful on the way out? Did you stop anywhere? Was there something to those detours that were taken or were they just wrong turns? No, I mean, we stopped at the Bonneville Flats. We stopped at um, Salt Lake. And then we drove through, to be honest, we hit California after it was already dark and it was pretty late. And because I have never been on those roads before, it was terrifying because mm-hmm. I could feel like I was up in the mountains, but I couldn't see anything. And there were cars just whizzing by. And I think it was drizzling. And that really yeah. scared me. Yeah. Um, so we, I wanted to get close to Sacramento. So we stopped in Roseville, California um, and spent the night. And then the next morning we were really close to Sacramento. So we went down and went to the Capitol building. So cool. So my kids got you know, just to knock two Capitol buildings off the list. Which was better? Probably Utah. Thank you. We couldn't even, like, walk on the lawn at Sacramento. Oh, yeah. Then we'll get it off. Yeah. Well, uh, I think the, the beehives that look like uh, piles of poop at the Utah State Capitol is really what sealed the deal for you guys out yeah. in front of the building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, that's, you know, Definitely. our claim to fame. It's great. Who pies? That's what they look I think like. at that point, Kevin was kind of, I think Kevin was kind of over the stops, but that was okay because we went ahead and stopped again in San Francisco. <laughs> and um, we walked, we, we walked, once we finally made it there because we missed our turn and drove over the bridge and then turned around and came back over the bridge. So we got told twice. And um, so angry. I was very angry. And <laughs> but we stopped. And then we had to walk over to the bridge. It was pretty chilly. I wasn't expecting it to be that chilly. Yeah, I wasn't um, either. So we got pictures there and then drove. Was it, was it foggy city. when you guys were there? No. no. It was very foggy whenever we went out to visit. So I'd like to go visit David again and see it at some point. Not for David, you know, just to see the bridge. That's all. Just to go. Yeah, just to go. But it was cool because leading up to us going, Riley was very big into Mr. Monk. Nice. Which is in, not Salt Lake City. It's in San Francisco and, you know, it shows the bridge. And so I was like, Riley, this is the bridge where Mr. Monk is. Oh, so now she says, oh, mom, we've been there. Yeah, we have. (laughs) And then we drove those last couple miles, a couple hours, I guess, to get to David were absolutely miserable because the traffic was so bad and we got into Rex, but we finally made it to his house um, to be able to spend some time with him. Now, were you guys surprising David and Sarah? Did they know you were coming? They knew we were coming. Gotcha. Very cool. Well, what was it like, Kevin, spending time uh, there at their house? I, I really liked it whenever I was out there. They've got a nice spot to stay. I guess you guys went after 
me and Steven and Sarah had gone out. So hopefully they had the, um, yeah. uh, the mattress set up. I, I was supposed to do that while I was there and then I never did. Um, but yeah, Kevin, how, how, how did you enjoy spending time with, uh, David and Sarah? I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. That's I've good. never really, um, wanted to see California, uh-huh. but I think it was, uh, no, <laughs> All right, we can edit it out. We can edit it out. (laughs) It was eye-opening because, you know, I think of California and I just think of, you know, Los Angeles and San Francisco and San Diego. And then, you know, we get to Seaside and it's just like, okay. (laughs) It's beautiful there. Nice and quiet. Yeah, really pretty. And it was definitely a lot less hotter than I thought it was going to be. And it seems, I think David had told me that, like, it's that temperature pretty much year round like 60s yeah. 70s maybe and that's nice yeah. it is seaside so and there you go uh what did you guys uh do hanging out with david and sarah was he was he off work while y'all were there were you able to to hang out and do anything i know california has been like closed for the past year and probably will be until david leaves uh but what what did uh what you guys do while you were there hanging out with david and sarah um, what do we? I know we took one day. We went to see Big Sur. That was my favorite. That was really cool. To those who my, don't know, explain what is Big Sur. Uh, I guess it's just a, a strip of land, isn't it? Kind of just on the highway. I don't know. It was a uh, just driving down that whatever highway it was, right along the ocean. Isn't it US one? I think it's the. It's, yeah. it's a stretch. It's a stretch of um, a part of US one, and US one goes up from Northern California to Southern California. Um, but you're basically driving right beside the ocean, and you drive all the way down. And I think I don't remember how long it is, um, but we drove down a pretty decent amount, and we would just take stop. And there are people everywhere just stopping and taking pictures, but it was absolutely breathtaking to see like the, the blue of the ocean. And from that spot, it's just different. Like, you know how we've seen the Atlantic ocean so many times it's beautiful, but to see the Pacific ocean from this height from, it was just, Oh, it was gorgeous. Can you believe that when Jim Bridger was exploring Utah and showed up at the Great Salt Lake, that that's what he thought the Pacific Ocean was? He must sorely disappointed. I know he must have been very relieved whenever he figured out that is not (laughs) the Great Pacific Ocean, but it smells better (laughs) and uh, there aren't as many gnats. (laughs) Well, we went down to it. I think the the night before we left, um, we we went down sorry my dog is like convulsing um we he's we jealous that you went to the ocean and he didn't get to um anyways we went down and uh went down to the ocean so that we could touch it and nice. like had to sneak past. i don't know if it was open or closed but we went down there and we took a bunch of pictures we also got to go up to the um the redwoods like the uh-huh. closest redwood forest that Sarah had found while you guys were there. Yeah. And went up there and got to see all of those, which is really, really neat. Did you go in that tree where you can be like inside of it? We, we did. Sure and we did. took a picture just like you did. That is so cool. 
getting out was not as fun as getting in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. Well, cool. That's awesome. Any other exciting things and exciting adventures you guys had in uh, in California? We tried to get artichoke cupcakes. And I was really disappointed because on the way there, you see all these signs for different artichoke things. I guess that's a thing there. And I hate artichokes, but I saw cupcakes and I was in. So we, on the way back, David and Sarah took the kids. And so we stopped at this little place that was supposed to have all this stuff. And they we said- We tracked it down. Yeah, we tracked it down. We, we passed the exit for it. We turned around. I mean, we put work into getting here. Yes. And then and disappointed. They, their, their truckload wasn't coming in. Yes. But you know what else I also discovered the other day? What's that? You know that sparkling grape stuff that we drink? Yeah. They, you pass it when you go up to, um, when you go up to see the Redwoods, you pass that little town. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. That's pretty nifty. I don't know if I would have enjoyed artichoke cupcakes. Maybe that was a blessing in disguise. I like artichokes. I like cupcakes. But to put the two together, I'm not quite so sure. I just wanted to say I had it. And they also had this thing called garlic ice cream. But those places look shady. And I wasn't Mm going to get, you know, that from. And I probably would have hated it anyways. But I just wanted to try it. Well, any any crossover listeners from the Big Blue Brothers podcast that you guys should all listen to, me, David, and Steven, breaking down the Kentucky basketball season in football, which has not been great this year. But regardless, I told them that I had a burger the other day at this place in Salt Lake, uh, and it had peanut butter on it. Ew. It sounds disgusting, but it you was like good. It. I liked it. It was, I did. What else do you want it? Well, it's just like a normal burger. And then it had peanut butter on it. I don't Did know why know it was good. Like, I like peanut butter and I like burgers, but I had no expectation they would be good together. Sarah looked at me like I was stupid when I ordered it. But it was on the menu, so somebody's got to like it. And I got it, and and it's pretty good. That's how I thought about the show cupcake, so. Yeah. I figured somebody's got to like them if they're selling out that quick. Yeah. <laughs> if they're getting a whole truckload of them coming in. But you knew there was peanut butter on this burger when you got it. Yes, I did. That's a little weird, man. It was a something nut burger. Like, it didn't even sound that appetizing. But it was good. We knew the cupcakes were going to have artichokes in them, and we still hunted them down. I mean, to each their own. Very true. Hey, remember, I, I wasn't allowed to drive, so. Hmm. Good point. Okay, yeah, I hunted them down. So, uh, I guess my kind of final question to wrap us up here would be, you said your kids did uh, travel journals. Um is, is that what you consulted to remember what you actually did on this trip? Should we really be giving credit to them? Yes. No, because who bought them the travel journals to oh, begin with? That's and pretty... reminded them to write in them every single day. Yes. Also for a self-serving thing of you doing a podcast six months later. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't have to remember this. Where was your travel journal? happen. <laughs> I had three travel journals and they were all automatic. Nice. Two, I guess. One can't write yet. Nice. Did uh maybe you don't know, but did, did there seem to be a certain part of the trip that was the kids' favorites? They loved that aquarium. Did they? Aquarium. 
trying to think. They said something, but I think it was so stupid I blocked it out of my mind because I was like, we did not pay to come out here, and this is what you're doing. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. I, I know they didn't love getting attacked on the beach at uh, Salt Lake. Understandable. Now none of them will ever come out and visit again because they'll just remember Salt Lake City. Had, oh, next. it was the playground at your apartment. Oh, that's oh. what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. They kept saying that that was their favorite part of Utah. I'm like, at, really? our, at our ghetto apartment where Sarah said the first time that she uh, pulled in and I was getting the keys for our apartment that she witnessed a drug deal going down in the the main parking lot that was there. Yeah, I saw one too. It's very exciting. <laughs> you know what? They happen everywhere. That's that was my yeah. philosophy. It's true. When I when I took the kids over there to their playground, the benches there you can't sit on them. They're slanted. Did you ever go over there? No. I think that would have been kind of weird if I went over there, being as oh, how I don't have kids. You never know. Anywho, good That's, to know that their favorite part of Utah is the Summerwood Apartments uh, playground. You know what we didn't mention? We'll, we'll put it on TripAdvisor. What did you not mention? Yeah. That we went and saw your school. Oh, yeah. What'd you think about ICS? I liked it. I liked it, too. It's a very pretty building, and it's in a very beautiful spot. We're right there at the mouth of the canyon. I thought it was really nice, and the area is really nice. I always think it's fun whenever you can see where people, I don't know. I like that you saw where we lived. Now you have to come out again because we moved. Uh, and I like that you saw where, you know, Sarah and I work now and, and all that kind of stuff. Because it's one thing to tell stories about it, but it's another thing to actually see it. Very true. Yep, yeah. All right, guys. Any final thoughts before we wrap this one up? No. Just that Utah is better than California? I don't know. (laughs) I really liked both. And I really think that people need to make sure that they take vacations and go see beautiful places like that. As with every other adventure that we've taken, I did not look forward to a lot of the things Anna wanted to do and I'm very glad that she did them way to go Anna so the moral of the story is your wife <laughs> exactly just like I told Andrew that's a great moral <laughs> it's a, you just go with the flow that's right bookends <laughs> on this we've got a moral to the podcast everything is great well Anna Kevin thank you guys so much for joining I had a blast I hope you did too sure As did always. And to those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us here on the Hobbs Happenings podcast, where we tell stories to bring our family closer together. I'm your host, Andrew. Join us next time for another exciting episode. And until then, toodles.